the New King James called Spirit-Filled Life. Colossians chapter 1, verse 19 to 23. Reconciled in Christ. For it pleased the Father that in him all fullness should dwell. So I want us to imagine God the Father was delighted to put all of himself in his son. <laughs> the fullness of God in his son. That's why Jesus would say, if you see me, you've seen the Father. When his disciples asked him, show us the Father. For me, it looks like somebody who has a big company and he has groomed his son to a point where his son repeats everything he says. His son thinks like him. So he's very comfortable to release his son to go and make high-level business negotiations on his behalf. Because he knows that whatever comes out of the son's mouth is what he would have said. Amen. God is saying here that he was very comfortable putting all of himself inside Jesus. It was so precious to me because God used to commune with Adam and Eve in the garden till mm. they sinned and that communication was broken. And now God is like, okay, I can do that again mm. and send my son and I can embrace my people again. I can give them a kiss again. I can wash their feet again. I can laugh with them. You know, you imagine what Adam and Eve are discussing with the Lord when he will come in the cool of the evening. For goodness sake, it's just the two of them and God. What are they discussing every evening when he comes in the cool of the evening? So for me, it's like, okay, I can have my son be me on the face of the earth. And I can be restored to my children again. It almost feels mm. like he misses that communion. Mm. And he's finding a way to have it back with us. Mm. Uh, next verse, please, Anne. And by him, to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Wow. The expanded said he brought all things back to himself again. Mm. There's that again that he has in the expanded version. Reconciling all things back to him again. Mm. Things mm. on earth and things in heaven that God made. Mm. So, in other words, he had a union with everything before. Things in heaven. There was a connection. There was an intimacy. There was a unifying bond between him and things on earth. And of course, things on earth is us. But then things in heaven, Jesus was to reconcile all of that to God again. It's like I, God, cannot come to earth, right? But I want this thing back with my children. So the fullness of who I am is inside my son so that through my son, I can have this unifying intimacy, this love this bond that I had before. I miss it. I had it before. And I'm like, God, all of this is because you miss us. You miss the union you had with us. And so it was worth giving up your son to go through death on the cross. Guys, we're so worth it. Just meditate on the length God will go, even giving his only begotten son to be close to us again. Next verse, please. 
verse 21. And you who once were alienated and made enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. Wow. Look at the power of our minds, right? We were God's enemies in our minds. The wrong belief we had about God. It all started in our minds. The rebellion. Oh, I can't bow down to anybody. Who is this God I can't see? I'm my own person. All of that. We made enemies with God in our minds. That is where the break began to happen. This is where God's heart was broken. This was where the separation started because the enemy began to feed Adam and Eve the wrong things and their minds began to conceive the wrong things that Satan was telling them. Oh, he doesn't want you to eat it because your eyes are going to be open and you're going to know good and evil and you're going to be like him. That is where it all started. And that's why the mind is a very powerful place to protect with your helmet of salvation. Amen. That's where the enmity towards God started. And Amen. so the Lord was putting all his fullness in his son so that his son can come and restore not just our minds, but our entire lives. But it starts with our minds. Scripture says that in the heart man believes unto salvation. When you're thinking, sometimes the mind is in your heart. Most people say that that's where the mind is. And then after you've conceived that God is your enemy, you invariably have joined yourself with the one who is God's enemy. And so you begin to do evil things against God. Next verse, please. Verse 22. In the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Wow. Okay, I'm going to read the expanded version. Okay. Verse 22 of Colossians 1, it says, But now God has made you his friends again. Hmm. He has reconciled you through Christ's death in the body, the body of his flesh, so that he might bring you into God's presence. See? This is all God wanted. He might bring you into God's presence as people who are holy. With no blemish. Wow. Amen. My, and my version says, and free from accusation. Yes. And with nothing of which God can judge you guilty. Amen. Amen. Blameless, innocent, free of accusation. Yes. Amen. That is the whole purpose. Mm. And that's why Jesus is our mediator. Jesus didn't just do all this for us. He did it for God as well. Yes. God is wanting this restoration with his children. And Jesus is offering up his body so that the fullness of God can come into him. So he can come to earth and interact with these people again as it was in Eden. And even when he leaves that flesh as a spirit being who has the fullness of God, that interaction can still continue with us who weren't there when he came in his physical form. We can have that interaction restored. He wants to restore us back to God's presence because God told him, that's what I want. I want them to be my friends again. And so let's give your body up. <laughs> let's give your body up so that I can have all this spirit Beings I created in my likeness come back to me. 
We can have the fullness of Christ. Yes, we can have the fullness of Christ. Because he's going to use Christ to gain many sons. And Christ can gain many brothers. Amen. And this is you and me. Amen. And then when we are presented to him, we're going to be found not guilty. And Mm -hmm. he's going to free us from accusation. That is what the mediator would do. Because Job was suffering until he said, I need someone who can be God and man who can lay his hands on God and lay his hands on man. We need that intermediary, somebody who is able to stand for each person. So his flesh was man. His spirit had the infilling of God. So he was able to stand. I mean, even in the time of Job and even in the time of Peter, when Satan came to sift Peter and up till now, he forever lives to make intercession on our behalf. He is the mediator of this new covenant. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God cannot mediate on this matter. God the Father cannot, but God the Son could. And so all the eyes of God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and all of heaven, everybody was staring at Jesus. Can you do this? God is like, do this for me. Jesus is like, yes, I'll do this for us. Because in the beginning we said, let us make man in our image. I will do this. And all of heaven is cheering on. And angels are like, yes. I'm going to be Genus. I'm going to be Joyce. I'm going to be Salis. <laughs> yes, do this for all of us. Yes. Yeah. And the only one upset about this whole thing is Satan, the accuser Satan. of the brethren. Satan. All eyes on Jesus. Yes. 